Hi, this is Colin from Worse in the Industry. We have a lot of laughs on our show, and we get in some pretty heated topics, so it's important to remember that the views expressed by the hosts of Worse in the Industry are our own, and in no way are representations of the views held by the Planet Ant Podcast Network or Planet Ant as an organization, even when we're right. Yell at us, not them. Thanks, and enjoy the show. This has been a production of Planet Ant Podcast, powered by Pinecast. Can I talk my shit now? I was playing two-hand touch, fuck it up, it's a hit now. When I hit the road, do a show, hit a lick, then I skip town. Run up in the spot, no dance, and I make them all get down. Boy, you better sit down. Yeah. Ain't nothing fancy, I'm still broke. Cross town like Yancey, I will throw. They say I'm in a spot they would kill for. I could put them in the wheel and they still won't. Like yeah, people, people. That's the problem. Honestly, this is this is now gonna drive my politics. This is the fucking problem with people. Is people want people want the internet to be like the line at Starbucks? Okay, they want quiet, polite resentment. They want they want barely under control, simmering rage, with a a thin veneer of like jason Mraz playing ambiently but the internet isn't like that the internet is a bad disgusting place the internet is like uh if you know a laboratory invented a maze for rats made only out of opium and child pornography yeah uh, it's just got presume playing in the background and <laughs> yeah you just but it's it's not it's not actually like a burzum song it's just varg reading his own tweets over like a low fucked up like feedback loop yeah uh, somehow <laughs> it's burzum's new album somehow worse <laughs> somehow we got worse uh, well i'm sorry somehow i got worse yeah we it's one a, Varg, shitty norwegian racist if i could bad black metal if i was going to describe varg vikernes in uh one way one specific way it's definitely team player that's what comes to mind <laughs> <laughs> you know that guy really knows that there's no i in thor okay there isn't yeah, no, i was gonna no say no i in thor. odin but there but is he an did eye put odin. a knife uh, in a guy well actually yes, it's i i guess he would probably subscribe to the the alternate uh, uh spelling votan uh so yeah, there is man. no i in in wot and votan but there is an i in odin so i don't know i don't know what that says there's a few eyes in Yggdrasil. A couple of those. Yeah, there's, there's two. There's a Y. A couple of G's yeah. that you didn't... You wouldn't expect the amount of G's in that word. No, I would expect two. There's more than two. There's two up front, and then there's one more. Yeah, it's like a mole. Where's the other Is one? It? I don't know. Where in Yggdrasil I'm is like, there a third G? I'm... <laughs> I'm just like, you know, I'm like the Allfather. I'm like old One-Eye, just hanging from the tree, masturbating until I pass out. Colin, so, um, do we need to take away your belts again? I, hey, hey, you can take away my belts, but you can't take away these trees. And you can't take okay. away that, you can't take away that bow flex either. Ooh. Anyway. Oh, boy, well, here we go. <laughs> we, use a, we use a whiteboard in my kitchen for uh, writing down meals that we want to do and then like ingredients and normally i play along with this little domestic chore and i answer 
uh, in an appropriate way that's helpful for everybody. But sometimes I'm tired. Uh, so instead of writing down uh, two meals to help my beautiful girlfriend in uh, planning our domestic life together, I just wrote come and leftover come. And I feel like, honestly, <laughs> it's kind of the vibe here. It's kind of what's going on. I'm not taking Semenex. It's just, I got, it's magnesium. It's a, it's a B complex. It's a D3. I got a probiotic in here, a fish oil, zinc. Okay, so it's just, you know, you're just pumping There's some there. zinc so that, that in my supplements. Oh, oh, There's that, some that, zinc that, in my supplements. Is that the There's some zinc. Speaking of zinc. I'm coming speaking a lot of because zinc. of the zinc. Thank you. Uh, speaking of zinc. Hey, hello. And welcome back. Speaking of blue. To Worst in the Industry, uh, the show where these three heavy metals uh, attempt to uh, work our way into your, you know, hypothalamus and all the different little crooks and crannies of your brain to make you nice and nice and relaxed, nice and relaxed. My name is Justin St. Peter, and I can't oh. remember any heavy metals besides zinc. So I'm just gonna say potassium because I like alkaline metals. To my left. It's Colin Stanley. I'm Mercury, the Kramer of the elemental table. To my left. Uh, my name is Tyler, and uh, I'll take five on pump, too. I forgot the phrase, the term, periodic table of elements, and it just left my brain. Whoop. Gone. That's okay. Five on pump, too? Five on pump, too, only... yeah. I've been broke, but I've never put less than $10 in my tank. Five on pump, too, and a tin of Grizzly. Long cut. Oh, for me, it's like I need I need ten on five, and I need a couple of these natty daddy twenty five ounce <laughs> and Camel Blues. Camel Blue, pack of Camel Blue. Oh, oh God, don't say that. Ooh, these been, honestly, I've been, I've been man, these fucking Turkish L and M's. These boys calling my name. I don't know how. I, when I get the cravings, I just take them out and I smell them, and I roll it around in my hands, and I think about. And then I think about how bad it would suck to then go lay down face first in a pillow, and then I don't smoke. So far, it's working. I am. I'm. I'm honestly pretty jealous because I could not. I could not have cigarettes around in the house. It's been almost two years. I still could not have cigarettes around in the house. Honestly, I think for me that like I used to feel that way. Like if I have them, I'm gonna smoke them. But honestly. Once I've had them here, I just don't, for, I don't know why, and this isn't going to be good advice for anybody who's trying to quit yeah. smoking, because I've tried to quit smoking before and it didn't work, uh, but now it's just like, I just don't, I don't really feel like, I didn't have it for so long, and then when I did have it, it was just inconvenient, and also like, I have a girlfriend that loves me now, so it's, I'm not trying to fill the hole in me with nicotine. Yeah, so, it's not trying to, you know. Not trying to gum up that uh, that wall. Use that as the mortar of the the bricks. Yeah, but it's it's you know it, it's probably not like the emotional stability. It's probably the fact that I like I pick them up sometimes. It's probably that. Probably helps. <laughs> probably. So, um, that cryptic uh, picture I sent to you guys earlier. <laughs> yeah, that, just that, that uh, just <laughs> molecular formula. Just sent just sent us the formula for zinc chloride and it's just like well this is going to be upsetting whatever is going to about to happen so what do you guys know about zinc chloride 
Uh, you know anything about it? We used to use it as form. like a disinfectant, like a cleaning solution. Yeah, it's uh, it's a cleaning solution. It's like a caustic cleaning solution for uh, for metal parts. Hence the chlorine. Mm. Um, so we're gonna go and uh, we're gonna I'm gonna talk about zinc chloride, but I'm also gonna talk about um something that is our favorite, which is a uh, Victorian era quackery. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so is the best kind of quackery because that was when they were like, "Hey, snort this mummy; it'll give you a boner." I want a zinc chloride enema. All right, so sure you can. I have heard one. it's a good uh, pipe cleaner. I'm gonna go. Uh, oh, just all your blood and guts, just oh, oh, just screaming, <laughs> scream as like the toilet bowl overflows and it's just blood everywhere. It's. Oh, <laughs> so um my main sources for today are uh a wonderful write-up by a man named uh charles de paolo uh called victorian pharmacology five and science or snake oil what is black salve so black salve that's my that's the weekend uh metal band that i'm a part of black salve black yeah. salve we do we do Black Sabbath and Black Flag covers, uh, which is difficult because I don't know any Black Flag songs. So, so uh, pretty much, pretty much everything um, in here is going to be quotes um, because I'm not a doctor, uh, and these people uh, put it, uh, lay it out real well. All right. So. Uh, Let's get, let's get one thing in our in our lexicon here. Um, it's a term called escharotic. Escharotic. Uh, from, from Victorian Pharm Pharmacology 5, the term escharotic entered the English lexicon in 1655 and is defined as any process reducing abnormal tissues to a brown or black dry sloth. In the 19th century, the escharotic treatment of cancer involving the application of caustic agents became an alternative to the use of heated irons and was recognized in some cases to complement conventional surgery. You okay, see, I, so... would, I would not have guessed that. I would have guessed that escharotic was how you leave a sexually charged situation. See, Isn't that I, snails? I thought it was, uh, I thought it was a, a, in, in uh, French people having sex with snails involved. Escargot erotica. You might... <laughs> You might, you might want to want turn to your cut, video off. Cut, cut, turn your video off, yeah. But, yeah, we did get the punchline. So all, like, you got the setup in? Complete garbage, gibberish, completely right, ununderstandable. Well, then he hit the punchline, and I'd were like, oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> well, my microphone caught it, so. Yeah, that's, that's all that yeah. matters. Yeah. So, um, uh, <laughs> anytime. So, so, I also, I would like to address the fact that the type of treatment that they were doing before this was stabbing tumors with hot irons. Yes, yes, they were. Um, I so, get how they uh, can see this as an upgrade. Yeah, so um, now I'm going to quote from uh, Science or Snake Oil. So then they started making what's called black salve. So uh, black salve is a product derived from the plant Sanguinaria canadensis. Yes, Sanguinaria. It's a perennial flowering plant native to northeastern America, known colloquially as bloodroot. The specific ingredients vary, but commonly include zinc chloride, as well as sanguinarian, 
which is a the toxic uh, plant extract. And yes, it is incredibly toxic. It is poison. So uh, bloodroot was used by Native Americans who harvested the plant from which they drained a red liquid. They thickened this into a paste, which they used to treat infected wounds. Early European settlers in America also used bloodroot to treat a variety of skin conditions, including warts and moles. Bloodroot is a strong ascarotic, means meaning that it is caustic and destructive material. Zinc chloride and sanguinarian are, are corrosive, but dealers claim when it's applied to damaged skin, the healthy skin will separate and not be damaged. There's no evidence to support this. It's almost like just throwing some maggots on there. It's like, yeah, they'll stop at the healthy skin. Got yep. in your yep. blood to co- do cocaine about it, you know. Sable yeah. yep. dance. Um, and now, I typically don't like to use Wikipedia as a source, but I mean, it like in this point, you kind of like I don't know. It made sense. This kind of tells you what what happens uh, with sanguinaria when you put it on your skin. Uh, so from the Wikipedia page, uh, sanguinarian kills animal cells by blocking the action of the sodium-potassium pump transmembrane proteins. As a result, applying bloodroot to the skin may destroy tissue and lead to the formation of necrotic tissue called an eschar. Bloodroot and its extracts are thus considered escharotic. Although applying escharotic agents, including blood root to the skin, is sometimes suggested as a home treatment for skin cancer, these attempts can be severely disfiguring. Salves, most notably black salve, derived from bl- blood root, do not remove tumors. Microscopic tumor deposits may remain after visible tumor tissue is burned away, and case reports have shown that in such instances, a tumor has recurred and or metastasized. So... It, it will, like, if you have, like, skin cancer, right? If you have, like, you know, your little, uh, like, mole kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it, it, it may burn it off, absolutely. And it'll take off that layer of skin and, and get rid of it. But there's still cancer cells underneath it, so it doesn't, like, get the whole thing. That's why when you get, like, a mole removed, like, a skin cancer mole removed, they fucking, like, cut out, like, a huge section of, like, your arm or whatever. So that way they make sure they get, they get all of it, right? But people think that it goes away, but it ends up either reoccurring or coming back worse. And um, just to uh, just so we're clear here, um, let me put in our chat. Oh boy, I love visual aids. Oh, can't wait to see this fucked oh, up thing. Oh, that's fucking. Oh wow, that's a fucked at. up. Why would it's a guy's nose? Okay. Yep. Yep. He yeah, burned his and yep. Up. Yep, he he had to have his nose amputated. Cool. Yep. Just want to give a brief shout out to the sodium potassium chain. Big uh, <laughs> big ups to my public uh, public school education. I love osmosis, and I love the the sequel, Reverse Osmosis. And the mito- mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell, it's the as we all of know. The cell. So uh, I'm going to quote again from uh, Mr. DePaolo. Uh, We're talking about one specific man named Dr. Jesse Fell. After relocating his family to New York City in 1842, Jesse Fell enrolled in the University Medical College of New York University and graduated with a medical degree in 1844. While a medical practitioner in New York City, he was one of the founders of the New York Academy of Medicine, established in 1847. 
1847, Dr. Fell became an official member of the New York Academy of Medicine. And at its first uh, February meeting was appointed temporary librarian. I don't know what that means, but he was. However, on the 5th of July, 1848, he tendered his resignation as an Academy Fellow. And on the 2nd of August, 1848, for reasons not immediately clear, his re resignation was tabled and forwarded to the Academy's Committee of Medical Ethics. It had come to light that he had collaborated in 1847 with a certain Dr. Gilbert in the administration of an unregulated cancer remedy. His membership and organization after a contentious seven years was terminated in 1856. After experiencing a number of personal tragedies, Dr. Fell remarried, moved to London, where he established a clinic. It is unclear as to whether zinc chloride, some other agent, or a combination were being administered at the clinic that the doctors Fell and Gilbert had been running. So, pretty smart guy, got a medical degree, um, but... It, it's very unclear uh, why he got kicked out of the uh, New York Academy of Medicine. It's kind of... Well, he tried to resign, uh, it seems said, pretty right? straightforward. Yeah, yeah he, th we're not... We, we can't really say for sure what happened, though. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I like those, I like, those like uh, oh, yeah, the heat's on. I'm going to resign. <laughs> let's, yep. uh, yeah. let's put this in. Yeah, I better get out ahead of this. Pull a real Nixon. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, shit, Agnew, we're really in it. Oh, oh we're really fuck fucked, Agnew. We? Oh, the ah, goddamn Dulles ah, Brothers. Ah, ah, ah calm down, sense. Agnew, calm down. It's, I know yeah. that uh, that's not what Agnew sounds like always. That's what he sounds it's like. It's only what he sounds like in the future, but it's what Agnew sounds like to me. Huh. Oh, yeah. Agnew. Love Agnew. Shit. Yeah, no, fuck him and Richard Nixon. <laughs> so, um, so he moved to London... And he started a, he started working at the uh, Middlesex Hospital. <laughs> yep. And um, he started a trial of a certain type of cancer remedy. Oh. Now, I think you can guess what kind. Is it, is, so, is, is it uh, you know, the same name as Collins Weekend Metal Band? Uh, well, we'll find out. In the early stages of his application to Middlesex Hospital and during the trial, Dr. Fell avoided full disclosure of the ingredients to the hospital governors, to the medical community, and to the public. Despite his sensitivity on the issue, he was granted permission to proceed with the tests and that he would honor his contractual obligation to reveal the escharotics composition post-trial. Yeah, fuck him. They don't need to know. Yep. I just, I feel like, you know, we're, we're about to hear some pretty awful things about what this doctor did. However, you should, you know, take that with a pretty hefty pinch of salt. Because, again, guys, this is England. They're not people. They're not human beings. So, um, <laughs> in, 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 in 1857, in a uh, write-up he did about the, uh, about the trial called Treatsy, Dr. Fell finally divulged the truth. His escharotic was, in reality, a dual-action preparation combining the plant alkaloid, which he had managed to use, say was a coagulant, and zinc chloride, included surreptitiously to ensure success. Hence, a bloodroot zincane compound, rather than a bloodroot alone, was responsible for removing, quote, large ulcerated tumors in a few weeks quote, with comparatively little and in many cases, no pain. 
oral doses of the compound he proclaimed could mitigate internal disease. Yeah. Let's not think about that too hard. That doesn't sound correct. I mean, it's like... Yep. It's like when people drink bleach, and like, you like uh, you know, people... Yeah, there's a lot of people... I don't know if you guys know, there's a lot of people who want to kill themselves. And, MMC? Magic Miracle Cure? Yeah. And bleach is like, a, because it's a household item and it's everywhere, it's, it's not uncommon for somebody who wants to hurt themselves to drink bleach. Um, this is my official uh, piece of advice here on the podcast. Don't do that. No, don't drink bleach. Because even if it does kill you, it's horrifically painful because it's caustic and the chlorine will burn all your insides out. Yeah. Yeah. Not only will it kill you, it will hurt the whole time you're dying. And also, like, if you survive, like, the chances that you'll have a fucking hole in your neck or won't be able yeah. to speak or won't be able to breathe, like, it'll liquefy your fucking lungs from all the fumes. Like, yeah. I actually had a, uh, I had a customer when I worked at, like, uh, the pool supply store I worked at, and he was like, can I just buy, like, one chlorine tablet? And I was like, Why? And he was like, "Well, my doctor told me to told me to break off a little piece and eat it." Oh, you fucking but stupid. I no, I looked it up, and it it is actually like for a very specific um, kidney disease, like you're supposed to like like have like a little like it is like doctors say to do it, like because apparently it works, and like just like a little fucking like notch, like just a little tiny bit. And they're supposed to, like, dissolve it like a gallon of water and then drink it. Yeah, Somehow they, I they... don't believe that you should go to a pool supply store and get it. That's something that's definitely given with, like, a prescription. They prescribe chlorine no. tablets. They 1 million percent prescribe them. Yeah. The fact that his doctor didn't or, like, chose not to, uh, that doctor should be sued into the ground. <laughs> yep. But, hey, so I'll finish my quote here. Yes. So, in his 1857 book, Dr. Fell vaunted extraordinary outcomes over a 24-month period after treatment, according to his statistics. 80 to 90% of patients treated with the knife alone suffered reoccurrence, whereas only 30 of Fell's patients treated with blood root allegedly returned for a secondary treatment. Despite the unproven claims, the surgical staff at Middlesex Hospital, open-minded about new cancer therapies, evaluated the formula over a five-month period as objectively as possible, from November 1856 to March 1857. About 60 patients with localized breast and skin cancer were subjected to the blood root zinc chloride paste. The medical staff reported that the paste had no effect over the, quote, constitutional nature of cancer, and that is once it had spread from the initial site. Nor did the oral dosage of the extract administered concurrently in influence patients' conditions. While assessors of Fell's method inferred that the plant extract exerted, quote, no curative power, they held the opinion that the blood root tincture was useful for ailments other than cancer. So, what? Mm -hmm. like burning mm -hmm. off a wart? Yeah, like a wart or like a mole or something like that. I Which feel I feel like, like if I I I feel like um, if it's if it is a regulated amount and applied by a doctor and treated correctly, it, maybe it could be it could be effective. But he was a doctor. Um, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> That's the so problem. Is, is well, he was a doctor. <laughs> yeah, but he's saying he's saying it cures it. It will, it will solve like skin cancer, and they're just saying like, hey, if you got a wart. It, it, it kind of works. Oh, man. So, uh, 
Quote, neither control nor placebo were utilized in the Middlesex Hospital trial, nor were the patients grouped according to the type or stage of cancer. The paste, however, was restricted to, quote, that class of cancer in which there existed some sort of external tumor or ulcer. In addition, gender was a categorically determinate. Quote, the chief situations of the disease in the chosen cases were the female breast and the skin. The brevity of the trial and the etiology of cancer, however, handicapped Dr. Fell's ambitious plans. Positive results were incorrectly judged as such within too narrow a time frame, six months, whether or not the treatment had a long-term or permanent benefit could only have been discovered over time. Despicable, repugnant. Yep. Just, just saying, oh, you know, we just, we, we don't know. We, we couldn't know. Yep. Going after titties, the one thing that England does well. <laughs> Unforgivable. Unforgivable. Unconscious. So. So, um, I like that's that's the end of the episode. Um, oh wow! Nothing okay. else. Yeah. No, not really. Um, so, I'm gonna talk about a guy. Oh, we're gonna um, talk about a fella. We're gonna talk about a fella um, named Mister Hoxie, and it, it's real important here uh, that I, I'm not saying Doctor. Mister. Okay. I was Love that. Say, is he like a? Is his first name Mister? Is he a fucking mascot for a cereal? Did oh no! no his name is. Captain Crunch has a name. What is it? His name is Jean Lafoot. No. Yes, he's named after the pirate Jean Lafitte. I don't what? like that. Yeah. What are you even fucking saying to me? No, I'm serious, Captain. All right, so me and my roommates were arguing about which serial mascot would win in a fight before I came upstairs to record the episode. Um, you know, normal, normal things. Couldn't uh, bring this and... conversation on the podcast couldn't have this no. for content no we were we we decided it's well so the the top three contenders are obviously captain crunch frank and uh barry and count chocula mm. i think that tony the tiger is like he's up there but tony the tiger is such a bitch that he left twitter because he was getting harassed by uh furries like i i don't think he could be trusted to stand up to a man with a sword what about the what about the sugar max what about the sugar smacks frog he's got a huge spoon that's a that's a that's a polearm and as we know, historically... It's not a particularly effective one. How do you know? Anyways. It could be. This guy sounds like a serial mascot. So, okay. So, Harry Hoxie. Um, oh, now he sounds like, even more like a serial oh my, this mascot. Guy, <laughs> this guy is Harry like a... Harry Hoxie. This guy, there's like a Tijuana Bible where this guy's a character. <laughs> so, um, I, I, I found a, a wonderful article about him. Um, so everything that I'm going to be saying from now on is quoted from that article because I, I could not summarize it better, uh, than, than this person did. So he made this thing called the Hoxie therapy. So quote, Hoxie therapy, a mixture of herbs was first marketed as a purported cure for cancer in the 1920s by Harry Hoxie, a former, former coal miner and insurance salesman. And man named Norman Baker, who was a radio personality. The most trustworthy Hox kinds of people, insurance salesmen uh, and radio personalities. Yep. Hoxie himself traced the treatment to his great-grandfather who observed a horse with a tumor on its leg cure itself by grazing upon wild plants growing in the meadow. John Hoxie gathered those herbs and mixed them together with old home remedies used for cancer. 
Among the claims he made in his book, he purports that the therapy aims to restore, quote, physiological normalcy and disturbed metabolism throughout the body with emphasis on purge, uh, what is it, purge, purgative? Purgative. Pur, 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 no, no, uh, not purgative. P-U-R-G-A-T-I-O-N. Pur, purgation? Yeah, purgation. Yeah. Vomiting. Yep. Uh, to help carry away wastes from the tumors he believed his herbal mixtures caused to necrotize. So, oh, okay. So Hox he, he had the same method of curing tumors as fucking Jim Jones, where he's like, ah, look at this gross shit. I may just shit it out. Exactly. So, <laughs> Hoxie initially opened a clinic in Taylorville, Illinois, to sell his treatment, one of 17 clinics that he would eventually open. Dodged in many states by the legal trouble for practicing medicine without a license, Hoxie frequently shut down his clinics and reopened them in new locations. In 1930, Hoxie was associated with a controversial broadcaster, Norman Baker, in operating the Baker Institute in Muscatine, Iowa. The two fell out, uh, numerous lawsuits followed, while Hoxie was once again enjoined from practicing medicine without a license. <sighs> So, in 1936, Hoxie opened a clinic in Dallas, Texas, Dallas, Texas, which became one of the largest privately owned cancer centers in the world. At one point in the 1950s, Hoxie's gross annual income reached $1.5 million a year from the treatment of 8,000 patients. Hoxie published several books advertising his methods and clinics, including You Don't Have to Die, The Amazing Story of the Hoxie <laughs> Cancer Treatment. <laughs> wow. Just, just wow. really wait going a, for a, it. Holy wait a, hold shit. a gun to your reader's head. Wow. This guy, this guy's like, you know, we talk about sales pitches all the time, and like we critique like the efficacy of a sales pitch a lot on the show. What a What a guy who's like, yeah, I'm jumping the shark day one like yeah there's you, you don't have you don't to have to die you don't have to die like, it's not I just have like the secret like it's not like you, like a lot of people like this they would build up to you don't have to die they'd be like it's it's not true that everybody dies when they're young you don't yep. have to die soon <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, like you uh, narrow that down to you can be an immortal would you like yeah, to join your, God in power now? Whip your he also and slap it on the table. He also received support from the National Cancer Institute, the Food and Drug Administration, and the American Medical Association. Uh huh. Yep. Uh, Foretelling their stance a, on coronavirus. Here's a quote from uh, National Cancer Institute director John Heller from 1953. Our efforts in cancer control are directed towards the reduction of the intervals between onset and the diagnosis of cancer, and between diagnosis and the application of effective treatment. People who fall victim to quacks are diverted through this narrow course for the best clinical management of cancer. But later, the American Medical Association condemned Hoxie's, quote, caustic pace and tonics is fraudulent. In 1949, Hoxie sued the Journal of the American Medical Association and its editors for libel and slander. Hoxie won the case, but was only awarded $2. The judge <laughs> concluded that since Hoxie's promotion of his treatment depended largely on claims that the AMA was persecuting him, he had suffered little or no damage from the uh, Journal of American Medical Association articles. A review of 400 patients treated by Hoxie found no verifiable cures. Wow. 
Uh, the real, yep, the real Anthony Fauci of his day. <laughs> so Except in 1950, in 1950, Hoxie submitted case histories of 77 patients to the National Cancer Institute, claiming that they were quote fully documented with clinical records and pathological reports and that they would demonstrate over his treatment's effectiveness. However, the NCI found that these 77 reports, only six included actual tissue biopsies. Of the two biopsies that patients described by Hoxie as having, quote, internal cancer, neither showed any evidence of actual malignancy. The NCI concluded that Hoxie's records did not contain sufficient information to evaluate his treatment. Hoxie argued that it was the NCI's responsibility to seek out the information necessary to verify his case reports and attributed the failure to do so as a conspiracy on the part of the NCI and the AMA. Oh my god, it's like when Alex Jones is like, you, we gave you everything you asked for in Discovery, and it's like, no, you gave us, like, links. <laughs> it's like, no, you have to bring us the thing. It's like, oh, I thought you would grab the thing. I thought you would do all the work and I would just have to lie. Oh, no. You're saying yeah. that I have to do the work too? Well, I did lie all these years to have to work. What do you think I'm so, a man of? <laughs> yeah. What do you think I'm made of? So, <laughs> Hoxie's herbal treatments, I'm going to give you an ingredient list now. Oh, cum, boy, leftover cum. For the topical paste, it was antimony, zinc, bloodroot, arsenic, sulfur, and talc. Oh, a little bit of antimony. A little, little bit of talc in there. Nice. Really round yeah. it out. Really, it's you know, it wasn't chalky enough. We gotta put some. Also, talc. It's for texture. So, something that nowadays is banned from products because of the fact that it causes cancer. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and for for internal treatments, there was a liquid tonic of licorice, red clover, burdock root, stelignia root uh barberry cascara prickly ash bark buckthorn bark and potassium iodide Mo some of those are good some of those are yeah. pretty good red clover burdock those are good yeah, yeah not mean, bad you know licorice is edible to some people i like licorice fucking mutant. you know it's really nice it's a whorehound you get a little nice little piece of whorehound are you my great grandpa i might be wouldn't that be it's, a wild like, turn? Oh, I love whorehound candy. It's I the love, tastiest I, thing on the plains of how, Oklahoma. How like, many fucking times do you and I have to have a conversation that, yes, I am actually like 80 years fucking old? Because it's like, Colin, what are the things that you like in the world? And it's like, oh, I like I like old-timey domestic beers. I like whorehound. I like smoking Turkish cigarettes. I like... It's, well, that's the thing. Is it's not even that you like domestic beer; it's that you prefer Polish beer. I, 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 I mean, that's it's uh, European lagers, nice. But yeah, I like, I like, yeah, I like a Miller. But yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah, uh, I like a lot of pressed animal organ meats. I like your head cheeses, your liverwursts, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, because I'm 85 years old. Got the back, of back pain of the dementia to prove it. Oh, yeah. Roy? Roy? <laughs> what if I was your grand? I just think it'd be hilarious if I was actually your grand. Like, if, I, if I'd done it. Oh, if you if you went back in time and was either uh, Roy Smith or Troy Watts? Yeah, if, or... if I was trapped in the past and, like, by happenstance, I ended up 
uh, because I could never get back to the future, right? Because it's because if I could find a way to the fact to the future, my, I would find a way to be reunited with my loving girlfriend. But it, because in this circumstance, I'm trapped in the past, so yes. I would I you know I'd have to settle down and find fall in yeah, love with another do woman. Yeah, the nasty in the past. Dude. Yeah, and then I and then just one day as like my my final faculties are fading away, and I meet one of my grandchildren, and I'm like, oh, I was just fucking granddad the whole time. It's crazy. Yep. Oh, so, shit, uh, man, it's you. oh, bro, it, it, <laughs> you, wanna, you, wanna, you wanna go rip some heaters behind the garage like we used to? You're ten at the time. <laughs> so, uh, in in addition to the herbal remedies, uh, the Hoxie treatment now also includes antiseptic douches and washes, laxative tablets, then and nutritional supplements. A mixture of procaine hydrochloride and vitamins, along with liver and cactus, is prescribed. During treatment, patients are asked to avoid the consumption of tomatoes, vinegar, pork, alcohol, salt, sugar, and white flour products. Did they explain why? No, of course not. So, <laughs> uh, in, in 1956, the FDA sent an investigator to Hoxie's clinic posing as a patient. The investigator was told by Hoxie's clinic that he had cancer, he did not, and that it would take a, quote, long time to cure him. The U.S. government banned the sale of the Hoxie herbal treatment in 1960. Hoxie was also forced to close all of his U.S. clinics. In 1963, Mildred Nelson, a nurse who had worked closely with Hoxie, established the Biomedical Clinic in Tijuana, Mexico, with Hoxie's approval. Hoxie himself... TJ! TJ! I love Tijuana. Tijuana. And with Hoxie's approval, Hoxie himself chose this site in 1963 when his last operation in the U.S. was shut down. Just before Nelson's death in 1999, the clinic was taken over by his, her sister, Liz Jonas, and it is still open. In 1967, however, Harry Hoxie developed prostate cancer, <laughs> and his own treatment failed to cure it. Because he failed to respond to, to, to the... Okay. Okay, so um, because his treatment didn't work he underwent surgery and standard medical treatment he died seven years later in 1974 at least he got like it kind of sucks that they fixed his cancer but honestly it's good that he died uh humiliated yeah at least we like he's just like oh i'm gonna use this and it's gonna work and i'm gonna be fine and oh shit um, you see, the funny thing is he died in 1974, but in 2005, the cost of the initial evaluation and treatment with the Hoxie therapy at the Biomedical Center in Tijuana, Mexico, was reported to be between $3,900 and $5,100, although this price did not include the purchase of an unspecified number of dietary supplements and three years of return visits. They're still doing dietary supplements. It's like, buddy, if you want to do a cleanse, if you just want to shit for like three days... Guess what? You don't have to pay fucking Gwyneth Paltrow or some hack clinic in Tijuana. What you gotta no, do no. is you gotta go to the strip mall by your house and get some fucking Thai food. Okay, yeah. get mm-hmm. some treat yourself. Get some get some real get some light beers and get yeah. get some Thai food and you get will shit spicy. your guts out. You will fucking extra spicy. Spray the bowl. I you find you will find flecks of your own waste on the underside of the fucking seat. There will be some blowback. Yep. So, uh, blowback from uh, from. <laughs> this is fr- that's uh, the plug. <laughs> so we're we're switching back to um, from science or snake oil here. 
uh, one br brand of black salve called Cansema, manufacturer Omega Alpha Labs, is marketed on the internet as, quote, a, miracle, a miraculous product with a miraculous history with roots that go back to the late 19th century. Only suppression and greed have prevented its enormous benefits from being available to the mainstream. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it's, that sounds exactly like a cult pitch. It's like that yep. fake story about the guy who made the, the engine that runs on water. Uh, and they're like, and then the federal government killed them. And it's like, if he could do, if you could do it, if some random dick could do it in his garage, everybody would be doing it. It's like these people, it's like, this medicine has been suppressed by greed and evil. It's like, that's true of a lot of things. It is not true of getting like a birch bark enema. Okay. Like, yeah, you can just do that and nobody will stop you. <laughs> yep. Um, so many testimonials praising the results of Cansema are listed on the internet. Within Australia, Black Salve has been marketed for the treatment of basal cell carcinoma, squamous cell carcinoma, and melanoma. Multiple websites provide testimonials supporting its use in the way that there are more claims uh, that it's not harmful to normal cells. Oh, Makes sense course. that it's Australia, though, honestly. Yeah. They have yep. the highest rates of skin um, cancer in the world. Yeah, Australia actually finally banned the sale of uh, Black Salve in 2012. <laughs> oh, great. All right. So, so now we're going to talk about a guy named uh, Greg Caton. Um, he is the owner of actually. Oh, you know what? First, before we get off of uh, before we get off of Perry Hoxie here, um, if I could have one of you boys read read this. Uh, this wonderful. Warning from the U.S. Department of Health Education Public beware. Warning against the Hoxie cancer treatment. Sufferers from cancer, their families, physicians, and all concerned with the care of cancer patients are hereby advised and warned that the Hoxie treatment for internal cancer has been found worthless by two federal courts. The Hoxie treatment costs $400 plus $60 in additional fees, expenditures which will yield nothing of value in the care of cancer. It consists essentially of simple drugs which are worthless for treating cancer. The Food and Drug Administration conducted a thorough investigation of the Hoxie treatment and the cases which were claimed to be cured. Not a single verified cure of internal cancer by this treatment has been found. Those afflicted with cancer are warned not to be misled by the false promises that the Hoxie cancer treatment will cure or alleviate their condition. Cancer can be cured only through surgery or radiation. Death from cancer is inevitable when cancer patients fail to obtain proper medical treatment because of the lure of a painless cure without the use of surgery, x-ray, or radium, as claimed by Hoxie. Anyone planning to try this treatment should get the facts about it. Ugh, oh, 50s. The, the 50s. fucking 50s. So... Let's, I'm moving on here. Greg Caton, he is the owner of uh, the uh, Omega Alpha Labs, which I talked about earlier. Oh, oh. Oh, what a, what, a, what a sweet bitch. Ow! Ow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had that one coming. <laughs> what, a, what a sweet bitch, he says, as she just fucking, like, meow, meow, meow. <laughs> So, <laughs> my daughter. 
So, she loves uh, me so much. So Greg Caton, um, <laughs> so I went on this on the website for this company, um, Omega Alpha Labs. That name sounds so familiar, Tyler. Yeah, that sounds like. I mean, it yeah. sounds like a villain in a video game. Ty- no, I'm so. Oh, Tyler, is they? Is this? Is there a? I'll I'll get to it. Don't worry. Don't. I'll, I'll Are get, you I'll shitting get to me? It. Don't even fucking joke with me right now. I'll get to you it. Motherfucker. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. So, um, just just okay. He makes a lot of videos. Oh God. Um. So I'm sending you guys a link to a bit shoot. And a, you guys just tell. Word. You guys just tell me what what you see on there. I'm upset that BitChute exists. Because he can't post any of these uh, to YouTube. Pre they would World immediately War be Three update for April 25th, 2021. Yep. <laughs> 2021 to 2024, we'll see end times global warfare to end the USA. Greg mm-hmm. Catan interviewed by Mike Adams. End times, encounters with angels and demons, vaccine, soul, cell... Even attacks by means of negative reviews cannot stop the truth to be exposed. English. Yep. Health Ranger report. Greg, wait a second. Health Ranger? Health Ranger. Health he's Ranger. the Health Ranger? I, I he's, not the, he's not the Health Ranger. What, wait, wait, Mike Adams? Mike Adams is the Health Ranger. Mike Ad- yeah, Mike Adams is the Health Mike Ranger. Mike Adams yeah, is the yeah. Health Ranger. Yeah. Justin, yeah. oh, you yeah. don't know who the Health Ranger is, do you? I, I feel like <laughs> I would if I found out who the Health Ranger was, it would make me dumber as a person. Uh if if Alex if the right wing was the masters of the universe, Mike Adams the Health Ranger is kinda like Claptrap. Yeah. Oh Christ. Yeah. Sorry, not Clap Lockjaw, I think his name was. Lockjaw. Yep. Yep. So I'm also gonna <laughs> I'm also gonna I'm also gonna I'm also gonna post um when you go to their website, this is the first thing you see. Alpha Omega Labs. What a load of fucking trash. Preparation <laughs> discount. John Kerry is holding a Heinz ketchup bottle. I think that's George Soros. There's a oh, laughing yes, Barack is. Obama. Uh and then the American flag is melting into the NATO flag next to the EU flag. And on and where the eagle should be on the American flag is a Star of David. Mm-hmm. And where the uh like the ball should be on the EU flag is a human skull with a bullet hole in it. Yeah, yes, and, yep. and it's Ukraine made of meat. Um and the bottom of that flagpole is a fork. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, they have like a weird Putin next to it. Like if you were to, like, if, if, if you asked me with like, like with zero context, cause obviously I understand like what this guy is saying because I've immersed myself in trash. But if I d- hadn't done that and, and I was asked to decipher this person's politics, it would be impossible. It'd yeah. be impossible. Why is there a, why why is there a bear? What, uh, that, the bear that, is okay. The bear is there because Russia, Russia is the bear, and there's the, there's right lots of R- Putin bear memes. What's What's weird is that it looks like there's like some sort of Orthodox priest being blocked out by the giant uh, chunk of text splattered yes. over the middle of this, 
And it's like, I don't know what, like, I don't know what your point is here. I don't know. It seems. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going, there's a on. Lot going on. It's very visually busy. Are those, the, are yeah. those watermarks next to her? Oh, he labeled Kerry and Obama. Do, do, yes, does, yeah. Who is, who is looking at this image? This fucking cursed abomination who doesn't know who John Kerry or Barack Obama are. Like, yeah. it's only, f- like, 35-plus-year-old white guys with, like, hypertension. Uh, like, that's that's it. That's the only people yep. who are fucking looking at this. They know who Barack Obama and John Kerry are. Yep. So, um, this man, Greg Caton, uh, he worked in multi-level marketing schemes his whole life until he opened uh, Omega Alpha Labs which is a reference to Revelations 21.6, every conspiracy theorist's favorite section of the Bible. He said said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I give water without cost from the spring of the water of life. Which might sound familiar to people who have played Fallout 3. Uh, can Can I read the back and front cover of his book? The only book, go for the it. only book that he sells on alphaomegalabs.com. Yep, go for it. All right, <laughs> I just, I just want to ask you guys, real quick, we'll play a little game. How many words are in the underline of this 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 title, this book? Probably too many. Probably, Probably way too, too many. many, right? Right? Like you'd have to assume either none or way too many. So this is the title. The joys of psychopathocracy, colon. Why criminality is essential to effective modern government, our rebirth in the wake of the destruction of our world. On the back, is government inherently criminal? If not, then why are there so many psychopaths (laughs) running the show? Must run away... Capital G, global, capital G, government, necessarily Mm -hmm. end in planetary destruction? If so, what recourse is available to ordinary people? These are some of the vital questions that are addressed to the joys of psychopathocracy. Building upon the previous work of American anthropologist Marshall Salins, I'm sure is a Nazi, the author extends his concept of sectoral distance to create definable sectors in the region of negative reciprocity or what he call oh, I can't say that word <laughs> what he no. what he calls <laughs> negaprosity to help categorize oh. social oh. institutions <laughs> including government <laughs> in a new approach to social structural analysis the results are presented in a clear and easy to understand model government regardless of structure or type is inherently criminal a defect that no amount of tinkering or reorganization can change the current global superstructure of interlocking capital g governments and ngos is the most extensive in recorded history is the single largest contributor to the holocene extinction event which is currently in progress i don't know about that buddy a point of no return has been crossed such that the current trend cannot be reversed. The book ends with a discussion of a coming event, capital E event, that will serve to change the world for those who seek an escape. So he's talking about the rapture at the end there. 
pretty yeah, certain. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So like he's 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 co-opted some like some actual like real like like hardcore anarchist ideas there. Oh, buddy. But this is okay. Here's the thing, Justin. Is that a lot of these guys who are in the cons like the conspiracy sphere? They that's yeah. that is their thing. Is that no? They, yeah, of course. They that's, like that's why I'm, you know I'm saying he's co-opted them. It's it's clearly it's not something that he believes in for any real reason beyond his insane batshit religion. But it's it's you know using these 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 anarchist buzz terms like the idea of government being criminal and you know like it's the, the inherent issues with government. It's it's interesting to see that framing being used. Oh yeah, well they they want a lot of the things that anarchists want. It's just they also want fascism. Yeah. So, um, uh, apparently <laughs> the the guy that he referenced, uh, um, has been widely criticized, uh, for essentially insisting that natives are gullible and childlike. Awesome. So. Totally. Uh, yep. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah, no, so, I mean, this guy's clearly an idiot. These guys are all psychotic. It's oh my god, just I'm sorry, Tyler. I know we're trying to move on here. They they have a fucking I'm just going through his, his products that he sells. They have a five hundred dollar electronic device yep. that oh, has boy. no reviews. Oh, you have to go to a separate page. It's a separate URL entirely for <laughs> the description. And it's called the Prologue 02-M. What? And apparently is this is an approved this is an improved version of the same Cenar device we sold in 2003 for $1,595. Yep. Oh, yep. so you know you're getting a deal. Well, he's cut it down by eleven hundred dollars, and course, it's improved. Because <laughs> he said so. What the fuck? Now, of course, what does it do? I don't think anything. It does everything. It does everything. It so does whatever you want. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> in uh, the Independent wrote a, a write up about uh, Omega Alpha Labs here in 1999. Mm -hmm. Quote. For $49.95, a product called Cansema guarantees 100% success in the removal of skin cancers, even melanomas, regardless of type or size. The makers say that it can discriminate between healthy and cancerous tissue and can therefore both diagnose and treat. That is simply not scientifically possible. No. Um, so, all right, so now we're... we're we're going to talk about this guy a little bit more because this is fucking nuts. So, on at least two occasions known to the FDA, the items shipped by Canton's firm uh, and used by consumers resulted in bodily injury and harm. These products were Cansematonic 3 and H3O. Yes, H3O. Cansematonic 3 was advertised for use in the cure, mitigation, treatment, or prevention of cancer. H3O was advertised... <laughs> for use in the cure, mitigation, treatment, or prevention of athlete's foot, cuts and burns, eczema, fingernail fungus, chronic gas, gastroenteritis, gingivitis, period periodontal disease, haliotosis, herpes sores, ophthalema, op 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 psoriasis, sore throat, strep throat, and wounds. 
Caton did not have an investigational new drug application on file with the FDA. On September 17, 2003, a federal search warrant was conducted and executed at Caton's residence, Lumen Food Corporation, and an industrial site owned by Caton. All of those locations were in Lake Charles, Louisiana. During a search of Caton's residence, a cache of weapons were found consisting of three semi-automatic rifles, one bolt-action rifle, two shotguns, and a semi-automatic pistol, 10,252 rounds of ammunition, three body armor vests, leg armor, and two bullet-resistant helmets. The weapons, armor, and ammunition were found concealed in a hidden compartment that was inside a closet. Caton was arrested on possession of firearms by a convicted felon. By the way, yes, he is a convicted felon. Oh boy, what for? Um, conspiracy to commit mail fraud or something like that. <laughs> oh, okay. It's not even one of the fun This felons. stupid no. bitch. Oh, my God. No, back, back in his shout MLM out to days. Us, um, so numerous misbranded and unapproved new drugs were seized during the search at Lumen Foods, as well as items deemed as hazardous materials by chemical engineers. Also seized were 16 55-gallon drums of a liquid corrosive material at the industrial site owned by Caton. This liquid was subsequently identified as sulfuric acid and mislabeled as non-corrosive. All of the hazardous materials were seized and subsequently destroyed by a hazardous materials disposal company. So he's not even like using this like blood root zinc chloride mixture. He's just putting fucking sulfuric acid in shit. Where the fuck was this guy on January 6th? That's what I'm trying to figure out right now. Uh, well, I'll get to it. Get... No, 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 no. Stop looking it up. I'll get to it. Tyler! Tyler! Oh, wait. Tyler, I just... I just... Before... <laughs> the only reason I asked, the only reason I had the thought, besides him being in cahoots with Mike Adams, the health ranger is on on that their site for this electronic device the prolog o2m uh at the very top of the page it specifically says reintroduced january 2021 <laughs> and it's like what happened in january 21 where a bunch of guys in the right wing decided they might need some more walking around money <laughs> Also, this thing so, is specifically only made in Russia and Belarus, um, because apparently it's not approved by any American regulatory oh, organization. Oh. So, actually, I won't get to it, um, because as far as we know, he is—he was not there. Okay. Oh, but, he's okay. Well, I'm gonna look into it then. Okay, um, so on August 24th, 2004, Caton was sentenced to 33 months in incarceration to be followed by three years of supervised release. After serving his sentence, he moved, he moved his operation to Ecuador to sell his bullshit treatments to the United States from there, because now you cannot legally sell Black Sav treatments in the United States. Unfortunately, he passed five months ago in December 2021 to a heart attack. Damn it. Oh, what a shame. Damn it. Yep. It really and, is. And, uh... It's, these people are fucking, like... Wait a I second, just... Dr. Oz interviewed this fuck? Yeah. 
Yeah, of course. Yeah, Doctor Doc Oz is a fucking hack. No, 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 no. He he. It was actually a very critical interview, and the only reason oh, okay. that he ended he up getting was arrested was because people? of Doctor Oz. Yeah, yeah. The only re like pretty much one of the only reasons why it became like a public big issue and why he got arrested uh, for it was because of Doctor Oz. Right, so, so Dr. Oz is still a hack, but he did this. Oh, thing. yeah, he is. He is. But at least he's, like, not telling people to fucking put sulfuric acid on their skin. Yeah, no, not, not at No, he's way. just, like, you know, letting people poison themselves in different ways or not get treatment for other things that'll kill them. Yeah. Exactly. I don't... So, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's Black Sav. That's fucking, that's awesome. That's some great, good old-fashioned American quackery right there. I don't know if Greg Caton was at the Capitol, right? But I think somebody he was related. No, he lives in Ecuador. He died. Well, I mean, he. I think he lived, he moved back here, didn't he? No, 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 no. Hell no. Well, he was extradited from Ecuador, though, right? Yeah, he was, but he lives in Ecuador because that's the only only place where he can run his business. I see. Okay, so after he got out, he went back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess if he has children, maybe... Maybe one of them was there. Hmm. No, no, no. I see that Chad, Chad Kate. Yeah, that guy came up. I wonder who that... That's... I'm sure quite a few will. Over I wonder who that young shit. man was. Jesus. Alright, well, you know, don't use caustic materials to attempt to treat topical cancers. Yeah, don't burn all your skin off. Don't inhibit... Uh, natural chemical reactions in your body, uh, for reasons that a doctor would yell at you over. <laughs> in, in the words of my father, does it hurt when you do that? Stop doing that. Then don't do that. <laughs> oh, um, and if you guys think that, uh, people have, people have wised up to, uh, Black Sav not doing anything. No. Oh, no, that, that photo that you put in our chat is clearly very recent. Stop it. Can um, you not here, fucking here, send this shit to me, please? Here is a YouTube comments. No, nope. not reading it. People who make the videos don't even read these things, buddy. No, these are YouTube comments about a uh, a news story from 2018 criticizing Black Sav. I this guy talks about how he uses it to draw out pimples and ingrown hairs. Oh fuck! No, you don't put it on your daughter's staph infection. What the fuck are you talking about? I always do the exact opposite of what doctors recommend. Is that literally what one of them says? Yeah. Mm hmm Bill Lumberg. That's... Okay, here's the thing. Doctors fuck up a lot, and they're compromised pretty severely in a lot of ways. You should still listen to doctors. Yeah. Like, please, if you're, if you're suspicious, get a second opinion. Get a third opinion. Get a fourth opinion. Talk to your friend who's a nurse and ask her to look at it. But don't don't just say I do the opposite of what every doctor tells me. Like it's it's just not a good rule of thumb when it's your health that you're. If you if you if it's if the stakes are I might look like an asshole on Twitter, it's fine to have a bad opinion. But if the stakes are I kill myself and my family, you should listen to a doctor. Yeah, you really should. It's worth listening to the doctor. <laughs> Man, we're just, we're just gonna, that's what the show's gonna devolve into pretty soon. It's just gonna be like, basic reasoning for, for right-wing nutjobs. Please don't kill yourselves and your family. If you're going to do it, do it on your own time, in a discreet location. Yep.
So, I'm just going to yeah. go ahead and stick with don't kill yourselves and your family. I agree. I think that is the number one solution to these problems. But it doesn't work for everybody. It's not a one-size-fits-all like Black South is. No, yeah, of course. Yeah, the miracle cure that is Black South. I just want to watch all his videos now. I don't want to put myself through that. Colin, okay, actually, okay. You gotta watch. I, I'll send you one that you gotta watch, and I'll send you yeah, a timestamp. I'm time gonna make stand. sure I don't use my YouTube account for this. No, 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 no. This is on BitChute. <laughs> Oh, it's, oh, I forgot. It's a bitch. There are some YouTube links that are apparently still active, but yeah. Um, I wonder if I can report this to the to like the FDA or something, see if we can get it shut down. I'm, I'm sure that BitChute won't shut them down. No. Medicinal uh, chocolate. All right. Well, that's that's been another episode. Wow. At least the yep. worst in the industry. It could be worse. This guy could be a Shibambu guy. I, I mean, anyway. technically it could be worse, but... They could be telling people to drink their own piss. Let's not on the world. I'm actually doing some urine therapy myself right now, so I'll, I'll, let you, I'll give you guys a... Oh, you're finally drinking your own pee? Well, I've, I switched because, you know, I'm trying yeah. to... I'm trying to buy local. And, uh, yeah, you, you know. were buying, you were drinking other people. Yeah, I was outsourcing. I was doing what the Democrats did when they passed NAFTA. So instead, I'm going to drink my own piss because I support domestic labor. Just want to, you know, that's the episode. Right. <laughs> yeah, we, we will go ahead and we'll, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, Thanks for listening yeah. once again to this episode of Worst in the Industry. Check Kisses. us out on the socials hit us up on the email give uh, us your info so that we may talk about it yes um just talk to us please tell us the things that you want to hear on the show um get involved on the discord we will continue to hang out and you know shoot the occasional message up there you know just come come chill with us come talk would it kill you to ask yep, me um, about my day would it kill you all right well thanks for listening Worst in the industry. Love you. Bye. Kisses. Yeah, I'm in a spot they would kill for. I could put them in the wheel and they still won't. I could probably get a deal with coke. If I wasn't rapping about the past back, dealing dope. Got the offer and it's real low. Over one mil and it's still low. They all corporate, they all cute in suits, yeah, on bullshit with all that poop to scoop. My shit going up, I go root to roof, they don't like that, they want mute the truth. They gon' switch sides, they go group to group, they want shoot the shit, ain't got shit to shoot till I go crazy. Go and get the baby shark and hit him with the do-do-do-do-do-do, damn. Big boy, you gotta shoot it with two hands. Couple John Doe come through like who's man's. Nah, she blew it like two grams Everyone I lose, abuse the fuse hands I'm right there on the edge of insanity Overlooking Vegas, overthinking my vanity You've been throwing shade, I'm enjoying the canopy Everybody dies, so I live out of fantasy Yeah, can I talk my shit now? I was playing two-hand touch, fuck it up, it's a hit now When I hit the road, do a show, hit a lick, then I skip town in the spot, no dance, and I make them all get down. Boy, you need to sit the fuck down. Yeah. I don't even talk my shit now unless I got a reason. Everybody watching like Netflix got a new season. 
I'ma get rich, hit the dealership, get the new bands out. Bottom line 316, like Stone Cold says so. They bury me alive, I was dead broke. I've been living in the no flex zone. About to make a move, it's a escrow. Cooking in the kitchen, my sauce like magic. My pesto like presto. Off a little bean at espresso. Little bit of lean, like I'm getting over chest code. Got no chain, no, I can't chill. A ball got me feeling like a mill. Can't stay still, can't feel off a pain kill. Got the little orange pill, not the day quill. They fake with it, they ain't real. They talk about bricks, but they can't build. I'm Frank with it, I'm Jake Jill. I only sold gas, I'm Hank Hill. Tank filled with the propane, it's like a 10K grill, it's a throwaway. They never ask if I'm okay, I'm never okay. Everybody wanna cut, it's a dry vocal. I'm anti-love, anti-social. I'm bipolar, I'm bi-coastal. I might buy one and go postal. Can I talk my shit now? I was playing two-hand touch, fuck it up, it's a hit now. When I hit the road, do a show, hit a lick, then I skip town. Run up in the spot, no dance, and I make them all get down. Boy, you better sit the fuck down.